Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Shall we? We Go. shall. Let's 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 let the boys pod. Just let's let's yeah let's uh, let's go for it then. Has it really been a week, Tim? <laughs> it feels like a day. <laughs> it feels like only a day we were we were together. Let's hit that hit that theme tune, JB. Come on. Okay. Get on with it. Here we are with a second Egg Chasers Rugby podcast in as many days because during the Six Nations, we are going to be doing a special Six Nations podcast. That one went up yesterday, Monday, and this one is going up today, Tuesday. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in. This one is all about domestic rugby around the globe, not not internationals. And we've got loads to talk about. But um, firstly, let me just reintroduce, if, if you're just downloading this for the first time, uh, that's Phil. Hi, Tim. Uh, that's JB. Hello, Tim. And you can get in touch with us at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. And just to follow up on a couple, uh, Andy tweeted us to say, because we were having a conversation on the Six Nations pod about um, what I was saying, and we were saying once again, yeah, James Haskell did well in defence, but he limits England's play... I think, by him not being good enough at seven. And Andy points out it's all irrelevant because by this time next year, it'll be Nathan Hughes in England's back row. And um, and then when you also think about Dave viewers, that could be the meatiest, oh, biggest can... back row in world rugby. Yes, it could. You'd be very happy there, wouldn't you, Jay? Very happy. I'd fit in nicely, actually. <laughs> <laughs> First reserve. Um, and also, we mentioned on the podcast yesterday, because Warren Gatland described the draw between Wales and Ireland as being like kissing your sister we didn't quite get that analogy and lots of people have got in touch and said um, it's particularly an American sporting thing um, kissing your sister <laughs> I thought, I thought American, so, certain parts of America yeah I thought American sporting thing oh actually not going into what I thought no, don't, don't worry don't worry Tim don't like it it's um, it, it means uh, so Jay Wood has tweeted us and said have you not heard kissing your sister before it means you get the thing but it's entirely unsatisfying and not what it's meant to be yeah, I heard someone else describe it as uh, you, you get to kiss a girl, but you can't boast or save her, so it's ultimately pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he's ma on, uh, on Twitter. Apparently she, it might be a Southern Hemisphere thing as well because Heineken Mayer likened South Africa losing the World Cup semi-final third place, fourth place playoff as kissing your sister. Winning it. Um, yes, they beat yes, Argentina. winning it. Yeah, yeah. You liking it? So it's kind of like, yeah, you, it's nothing you savour. Uh, it's just it's something that happens. <laughs> so uh, right, I've, I've got a quick question for you, Tim. Yeah, I'm really tired. Right, I've just had a day day in work. Got down to the dungeon. I'm really tired. How on earth do you do morning shows? Well, I haven't done for four months, uh, <laughs> and that's that, that's the one thing I can thank Chris Moyles for. Um, but I don't know. It's it's tough, and you got to remember. Sometimes we would record the pod on a Sunday night. And then you'd you two would go off and do your own thing, and you'd watch American football. Yeah. And Phil would get his roasted chicken, getting it ready so he could have a nice paleo week eating. <laughs> and I would spend a little bit of time editing before I could actually go to yeah. bed. 
Anyway. Yeah. And then you'd be up at, what, five or something in the morning? 4.30. I suppose you're quite lucky, aren't you, that you're not naturally funny, so the mornings don't really affect you that much. <laughs> right, I've got, a little, I've got a little game to get us into this, OK? So I've just got a, a quick game. So it's a, you've got a buzz in, and first person to get the right answer. It's a little game of who am I? Oh, I can't think of a name, but it's like Wikipedia uh, guess who. Oh, OK. okay. Right. I, like so, I like it, I like the idea. I was born on the 24th of July, 1974, in Pascal. Durham. In, no. da- in Durham. Oh, I'm a former rugby union player who played at Scrum Half. Oh, okay, okay. I previously played for Leeds Carnegie, Gloucester Rugby. Uh, Andy Gomesall. Damn it! Yes, damn it! Philip, yes, Andy Gomesall. Gonna... <laughs> well played. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also Quinns, and yeah, I could have gone on and on and on, but I don't need to. God uh, damn. And let, so he's a former Gloucester Scrum Half. Let's start with Gloucester in our quick wrap-up of domestic rugby. A great win away at the wreck. In the West Country Derby. Well done, Gloucester. Very good win. I, th- I think we're building towards next year actually being Gloucester's year. It, next year will be Gloucester's year, won't it? I, one or two more signings. Yeah. yeah. W- w- would anything from that game have been either of your highlight of the of the weekend of rugby? Yeah, probably for me. Uh, the implosion of Bath. I mean, I love Bath, <laughs> but they completely imploded. Uh, it, was, it wasn't good to watch. They were ahead. Um, and they just let it slip. And they had Gloucester on the rack, uh, particularly up front, they had a, a couple of dom, dom, dominant driving lineouts, a, a couple of dominant scrums who just couldn't make it pay. Yeah, yeah, and ultimately gave away too many penalties. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't count as one of my highlights. Although as a Gloucester fan, yeah, I'm sure Gloucester it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Four years. Any, any win at the rack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my highlight of the week was, and I hope it's not the same as yours, Phil, so I don't ruin it. But talking about um, away records and stuff, no team has won at Welford Road in almost a year and a half. Yeah, and Sale managed to inflict Leicester's first defeat in that who... period by taking them on up front and yep. and, and, and managing to well with England. To well, with the man who should have been England forwards coach, hear me now, believe me later. No, um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not having <laughs> that. He's good. He the, the, the thing about that is he wouldn't want. I don't think his role is second fiddle to anyone. No, that is very true. Mm. That is very true. He'd, he'd struggle be, with that. He'd be forwards coach and director of rugby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and chief exec. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to make a, a wild guess here and say the last people to win at Welford Road in the Premiership was it London Irish? Oh, they I, did. It was, yeah. Because yeah. that was London Irish's first win there for 50 years, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it was when Leicester had that horrendous injury. And listen back to List. the podcast for that one because we spoke to Jeb Sinclair the, the day after. Oh, they, yes. they had that famous victory, and he was a, a, a kind of wounded, broken man watching X Factor in his living room eating Domino's pizza. It was, <laughs> it was a good chat. Um, that that result surprised me more than just about any this weekend, yeah. mainly because Leicester hardly lost anyone. Mm. If, if, if you look purely in terms of the international squads, Leicester only lost two players. Ben Is Young's, that right? Ben Young's and Dan Cole. Wow. So no one else. There, there were other players missing. Yeah. Because, for example, Tom Young's dropped out before kickoff. But Leonardo, purely unavailable due to international rugby. But yeah. yeah but and Manu Tuolagi obviously wasn't available. Yeah. But uh, Giraldini dropped in for Ben Young. So you'd got international hooker replaced by international hooker. So it's not like they were losing. And and Manu, he's played what two games in a year and a half. 
So I was really surprised about that. M- Manu Tuolangi injured again. Um, have you seen the strangest injury um, <laughs> that anyone's got? In, uh, I read about it today, but I can't remember what it the is. The Connacht fly half, <laughs> isn't it? Is it Carty? Connacht Jack Carty ruptures his spleen by going on a water slide while on holiday in Dubai. Ooh. <laughs> this is why I always say health, health and safety first and foremost. And don't go on water slides, <laughs> as, you, as you're the saying. That's, that's well, something, I, <laughs> something I'll be uh, heeding now. <laughs> I bet that wouldn't have been in his contract because there's lots of things rugby players can't do contractually, like skiing or going on a motorcycle. Do you, do you reckon there's there's hordes of rugby players shaking their fists in anger? Damn you! Because like, this is what they do now. Contracts yeah. rewritten. Yeah. Yeah. They're all they're all booked to go to water slides somewhere. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I just love the sentence. Connacht coach Pat Lamb confirmed that Connor, that his fly half Jack Carty could be ruled out for three months suffering a ruptured spleen. Water, I on seem a water to remember slide. Wilkinson <laughs> getting an injury, not dissimilar. But he had a severed kidney. Johnny Wilkinson would never go jumping yeah. down a water slide. No, no, no. This is in a game. He had a severed yeah. kidney. Yeah. Well, that's that's, yeah, and they said, that. most likely found in car accidents. Ooh. Well, the thing is, James O'Connor had it as well. Did he? Lacerated kidney. Sounds horrific. Yeah. I'm sure his had taken some heavy alcohol abuse prior to the injury. Yeah, it wasn't as strong as Johnny's, yeah. Johnny's kidney. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, probably Mind not. you, mind you. Maybe James Conner's got stronger kidneys, like you work out. <laughs> it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? Built up a tolerance exactly. to, to damage. We did call, um, I mean, looking at the weekend's rugby, there was lots and lots of close results. I mean, I think almost every, I think every game in the Aviva Premiership was within seven points. There, every team yeah. got at least a, lunas, uh, a losing bonus point. Yes. Um, it didn't, well, and a priceless win for London Irish. Yes. Uh, against Worcester. They needed that so badly, but... Um, and that was a win at all cost thing um, Newcastle could have done a job at, at Wasps and just narrowly missed out do you know what's really interesting what like the fact that they each had uh, they each had the others fly halves they did mm, that's a good the point. former they had last year's well not last year's in uh, Goppert's case but they had former fly halves and it's weird because you know Goppert is now a premium player if, if, if you like, he must be one of the. I'd say he's one of the highest paid players in in, in the entire prem. He can't be far off. No, it's weird to think he was he, that he, he, made, was his, he made his bones in Newcastle. Only, only one of those two tens hates preseason. Um, <laughs> was on, on, on the Tell field right then. It's not Gopeth's shoulders. He 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 looks stacked. Yeah, he looks he in great really shape. Is. He does look in good shape. But wasps have always loved that physical preparation, haven't they? Yeah, um, yeah. Take after Haskell. Yeah. There's a oh, few yeah. of them. There's a few of them in good shape. Good to see Nathan Hughes back as well. Yeah, Nathan Hughes and Christian Wade back. Yeah, is he? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Had a disallowed try, which, uh. which was correct. He was in front of the kicker. Um, and uh, and Saracens uh, once again were so Saracens, and we don't need to carry on talking about it. They just eked out a win. And uh, it's, it's ob- it, observe, it's, adjust, destroy. Yeah. yeah. That's all they do. They let. It's amazing. It's they, they, truly amazing. They gave Exeter enough ball to score two, uh, score one try and kick a couple of penalties to go 11-0 up and then just readjusted and calculated what they needed to do to win. People talk and they, did it. about off-the-cuff rugby, like identifying space, good decisions, but imagine being so good as a team you can identify as a team the, the, we- it, the weaknesses. Just, they're just incredible. Crunch they, numbers on the fly during oh, the game. Yeah. They're just incredible. They are incredible. Uh, in that, there was a disallowed try as well. Yeah. Uh, which shouldn't have been disallowed. Mm. The ex- So Exeter could have been, well, 17, 18 uh, nil up at one stage. 
And then it really would have been difficult for Saracens to come back. Did you see the James Short try? Yeah. The interception. Yeah. Now, what struck me is I was actually watching Charlie Hodgson in awe because I thought, yeah. God, he's moving well. He, he's, did, did you see what... Yeah, he picks the gap, he goes for the offload, and it doesn't. he, he half gets tackled as yeah. he goes for the offload. It just doesn't go, quite go to hand. But the second before he throws that pass, you're thinking, this guy looks like he's 25, not 35 yeah. or, or, or whatever. Because mm. a few minutes earlier, he'd made a really good like 30-yard break as well. Yeah. And he retires at the end of the season. He can't I know, retire. I know. Uh, Chris Dix talking about the uh, James Short try. Chris Dix, who has a very appropriate name, uh, given the content <laughs> of his tweet, said, "Look at the passion and or pain in James Short's <laughs> face immediately after scoring a try and the inevitable Chiefs cock tap." Um, there he is. Look at James. James Short getting, uh, get getting the Exeter cock tap and looking in uh, equal amounts of agony and ecstasy. <laughs> I think that's because he dived over. Like, you see his dive? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he deserves it. He, he worked hard for that cock tap. Do you think he's in um, contention for Viva play, uh, Player of the Year? Um, no. Not yet. I think he, he might he, be. He had a good first couple of weeks and he's had a very good last few weeks. I'm not, I don't think he's been consistently the like right up there, he's been, he's been, he's had a solid season. Anyone you can think of for Viva Play, Play of the Year at the moment? It's Odgy. It's Odgy, yeah. It's Odgy's a good shout. He's sort of head and shoulders at the moment. Um, James, James Shortwood, if you're not top ten list, team. he'd probably be up there. He'd be in the conversation, certainly. He'd be in the conversation if you were, if you were picking a, a team of the season right now. Bearing in mind we're at the halfway point, he'd be someone you mentioned on the wing position. They would pick him for sure. They'd pick mm. him and quite Chris, Chris Aston's been pretty good. Toulouse Vianu. He's been Vianu's been great. Has been exceptionally one of the signings of the season. Um, well, we, we are halfway through the season. We the are Premiership. Exactly, yeah, it's, it's round eleven. Eleven games. It's, in. it's not a bad time to actually take stock and consider these things. It's a good time, Jay. Oh, thanks. Very man. appropriate. So, if you were gonna, if we were gonna take stock, what would you take stock of halfway through the Aviva Premiership season? Exactly well, how in Bath Bath is the one thing you have to take stock of, isn't it? That Bath are in well, free fall almost. They are in ninth position. I don't really have the answer for Bath either. Um oh. play better. I mean it just loose passes. It's just it's weird. It's funny like um Jose Mourinho has his three year thing. So he has a massive impact years one and two, and and then year three, every club he's been to. He's fallen off. Fallen off. Uh, I don't necessarily think that that's what's happened here. I, and, and repeating what we said on last week's podcast, I just think there's lots and lots of tiny little things that is out of Mike Ford's control largely that have all conspired at the same time. And then it's become a mental issue and it's, it's just one of things that spiralled down. If you're that unlucky, you're usually not unlucky. Yeah. I, I, I quite like the idea. You kind of... You almost make your own look by doing the right things at the right time, right players, right right. Strategy. But there are some things like you look in at them, and you have a really good points in that they're just throwing passes on the floor. But there again, they you know they bring off Chris Chris Cook because the most composed man behind a rolling wall, uh, exactly, has to be. I can't remember his name now. Nico Matuwalu. Nico Matuwalu. That's I, who you want, was, isn't it? I was tearing my hair out. That, that, was, that <laughs> last five minutes yeah. when they've got a line out five meters from Gloucester try try line. They're four points behind. Bring on your closer. And and you don't want Nico Matawalu controlling that role in more, do you? Because he gave the pass to Francois Lowe, who was isolated oh, and got turned over and gave a penalty. Man, Francois Lowe must have been asking for it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Matawalu does first and thinks about it later. It's mm. uh, the, the other thing to take stock off is we've pretty much got a three-way relegation scrap 
Worcester Irish Newcastle one point between them. Yeah, uh, Worcester haven't have lost what what's that twelve straight games now, including in Europe. all competitions. Yeah, after starting so promisingly, but they do look like the best the best of all three teams. But they just lost to London Irish, and mm, London be. Irish did have a try disallowed as well. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, for the. Uh, I think it was Jeb Sigmund. But didn't we, didn't we also say that London Irish block. will start to come good towards the end of the season as a, as a new coach beds in? Yeah. And they spent some money there as well. Newcastle Falcons look like the poor relations to me. Um, mm-hmm. And also, Worcester, Worcester Warriors need, need to step because they've spent so much money for next year already, allegedly. I actually think Worcester are on current form, and it's easy to say because they've lost 12 on the bounce, but I think they are looking like the weakest yeah. of those three sides. They Fly started half. the best. Fly half. Yeah, where's the direction for that team? Yeah, what they've for got, Worcester? They've got for Worcester. Yeah, pretty, they've pretty, got pretty massive decent. amount of endeavour. They've got good leadership positions, Van Veltzer and Dowson and people like that, and Cooper Vuna experience in lots of positions. But where's the direction of that team coming? Uh, and that's yeah. that, that's going right. to that's going to eke out wins. Just a quick question. Um, this is for Phil because you watch Pro Twelve. Tell me about Ben Tail. Who is he? What's his background? Is he any good? He's. Uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs rugby league player. Okay, um, and direct running centre as a rugby league player. Although I think he's a bit of a utility, so he could be using the second row centre. They normally mm-hmm. yeah. cross over. Um, and he went to Leinster at the same time that Sam Burgess uh, left. They both won the won the championship, won the NRL, and they both went. Burgess went to Bath. He went to Leinster. And his tail uh, qualified for someone. He, he's English qualified because he's got an English mother. Ah. But he's he's either um, Kiwi or Australian rugby league player, I think. So why did he end up in... I still don't South. understand why he's in Leinster and what the big deal is about him if he does come over. Is he definitely coming to Worcester? Yes. Is that confirmed? Yes. So what is the big deal about him coming over to, over to Worcester? Well, he would be eligible for England uh, if he's playing... Because he's eligible for England, but he's not playing in England currently. So next season, when he when he does play in England he would be eligible for England and a lot of people see him as kind of a like for like uh, replacement for Manitou Alagi. Is he, he that big? He's a big boy. Uh, he's not quite as heavy, he's probably half a stone or so lighter than Manitou Alagi but he's still a big boy for a, for a centre and he can play a bit as well. He was a bit loose when he first started a bit loose with the rules and like you saw with Burgess a lot of like swinging arm high shots mm. got binned a lot for that but he's a good player. I don't think he'll ever play for England, though. Mm. So he, he's not one for us to get excited about when he comes over and no. keep an eye on. No, it, it would take it would take some serious injuries for him to for us to start getting excited about him. Uh, but back, back to Twitter briefly. Tom Silk has said two Egg Chasers Rugby podcasts in a week. What a treat! Well, yeah, this is the plan for the duration of the Six Nations. Um, so any weekend when there's a Six Nations match, you'll get two and. Uh, 's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones Blue Nile has something she'll adore need a fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special mother's Day deals save big on the season's most beautiful trends for a limited time get up to 50 off by going to bluenile.com that's bluenile.com 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So Alistair said, separate Six Nations and domestic rugby podcast. Are we building towards JB's own Pro 12 rugby pod? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> so my, my phone, uh, for some reason, because I've got it set up to play podcasts in the car, for some reason it's recently started reverting to the Pro 12 soundbite as like my default. As soon, <laughs> so as soon as I get in the car, it's like gun, gunshots, gunshots. Ba-ba-bam, bam, ba-ba-bam, bam. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, good to see that my sound clip hasn't gone to waste then. Yes, very yeah. good. Uh, elsewhere in the Premiership, again, like Wasps and Northampton um, started to... Tur- well, Northampton, we'll wait and see if that lasts. But whereas Bath keep going down, Northampton and Wasps are starting to have a bit of an upward trajectory. And it's been said before, and we all knew what the rules were, and we've been talking about this period during the Six Nations... We know how massively important this is. Who is worse off, Phil? Because you've done a little spreadsheet about the players missing. You mentioned Leicester are only missing two yep. in terms of players in international squads. Who's worse off and who's best off? I'm guessing Sale are best off. Uh, Sale, 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 anyone. Uh, Sale, Worcester, Newcastle didn't lose anyone. Um, then it's kind of almost like a backhanded compliment in some ways. Gloucester only lost Laidlaw. Leicester, Coles and Youngs. Um, Exeter, Francis, Campagnaro, who's kind of second yeah. choice anyway, and Noel for three. Then Bath, Quinns, and oh, sorry, Northampton four. Uh, but one of those four was Paul Hill, mm. and they had Kieran Brooks starting yeah. anyway, so that's not really a loss. Um, Bath lost five, Quinns lost five, Wasps lost five, Saracens lost seven. <sighs> And still went to Sandy Park and ended their yeah. almost year-long unbeaten My home record. Goodness. Uh, just looking as well, Quinns look like they've lost out most because of the people they have lost. Yes, yes. Uh, the quality, sure. and also they don't. We've seen it against Montpellier. We've every their their first fifteen have beaten Saracens, but their second fifteen have come unstuck a lot. Let's yes. have a look at. Um, let's, let me have a look at some of the games in the Pro Twelve, and let's have a little quick Wait. game. Let's have a quick. No, let's have a quick game. Oh, go, go on then, JB. Go on. <laughs> go on. This is a presentation from the world's most explosive league, the creators of Dragons Thirteen Zebra Nil. Starring Rory Pittman, Scott Andrews, and Luke Burgess, the other one. And definitely not featuring Aroni, Celtic Warriors, or Border Reavers. This is the Pro 12 Report. Right, little, yeah, let's get into it. Little quick game. Bearing in mind, teams uh, missing players. Can you? I'm going to say a name. You have to try and tell me what team they play for. JB, there's someone that started for a team in the Pro 12. Uh, well, this weekend because there's only one game. Well, okay. Well, then let's see, <laughs> let's, let's see how much JB's been paying attention. <laughs> uh, Ludic. 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 Uh, Ludic sounds like he should be from Leinster. 
<laughs> Ulster. Ulster. Um, Louis Ludic, South African fullback. Oh, yeah. Stockdale. Stockdale, no. No, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, Ulster. Ulster, okay. Uh, O'Brien. Sean? No, it was a fly half. A fly half called O'Brien. Uh, no, don't know. Never heard him. Newport Grand Dragons. Okay, there you go. Landman. Oh, I know him, <laughs> South African guy who looks like Brim Williams. Yes. Second row yeah. for the Dragons. Yeah. Is it Reinhard Landman? Yeah. Landman. Uh, as I said, there was only one game. Oh, sorry, hang on. Did you just give away the fact that I should have guessed because there's only one game? There's only, only one, one game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So genuinely, I wasn't just playing dumb then. I didn't know who these people were. I thought I was a guess which protocol scene they were in. And the, uh, well, and actually, to be fair, Ulster had quite a few good players out. They, um, they had Dayak and Wilson in their back row, and Olding, Cave, Gilroy... Humphreys and Pienaar in their back line it wasn't a bad side at all and, no. and they came from behind at half time and beat the Dragons in the only I can't believe Boris Stankovic still plays rugby <laughs> I can't believe he still plays rugby I, don't, I mean maybe he was very young at Tigers but I don't think he was I don't know how old he he must be like I'm going to guess 36 no I reckon he's 33 32 or 33 uh, boom 36 on the nose he, really? he, he was 36 really uh, exactly one month ago Wow. When, when you listen you to this tomorrow, uh, when you listen to this on February the 9th. There you go. Um, um, I, I watched this game. I was dual screening this and the why? Bath Gloucester game because um, look at my shirt, JB. It's very tight. It's, it's, it's <laughs> exceptionally tight. It's committed. Uh, Ruin Pinar Ulster shirt. Um, it, was, it was not a pretty performance by Ulster. They were behind for 77 minutes of the game. Um, but just, just snuck it at the end. Uh, Dragon's defence was superb throughout. Um, really, really put good pressure on Ulster and didn't let them because uh, it, it was a good, it was a good, strong Ulster team. Right now, bearing in mind we're going to have Super Rugby starting in a couple of weeks, aren't we? Twenty uh, sixth of February, I believe. They're right. warming up. Yeah, okay. warm-ups have started already. We, we we need to either come to some agreement between us or we need to draw lots if it has to go there. But we need to, I think, have sort of someone who takes responsibility for summarising what's going on. Because when there's, when there's all the rugby going on, we've got Six Nations, Super Rugby, Top 14, Aviva Premiership, Pro 12. We're going to be hard-pushed to... Keep an eye on everything. So, is it anyone want to take control of something? So we can just okay. In, let me in a sell, nutshell. You can let me be very it. clear about what will happen. If you give me the Pro Twelve, you'll have answers like you just had then. Which is what <laughs> what happened on the weekend? I don't know. Who is this guy? I don't know. I'm happy to do the no. Do you know what? I'm happy to do the Super, super Fifteen or, or, or Super Super Rugby. Super Rugby. But if anyone is out there who wants to actually, you know, write out what happened and then email them to me, get in touch on Twitter. <laughs> if anyone wants to do JB's out. work for him, yeah, help, help me out. Because I'm, but I, 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 I tend to watch the Saturday morning game because that's good fun. All right. Well, you summarise Super Rugby, Phil. You summarise Pro Twelve, and I'll take the top fourteen then. Sounds good. Just, so, just, so, so it, on the times when there's so much rugby, it's hard to cover it all off. We can just go, right, give us a quick Super Rugby update, JB, and blah, 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 you'll summarise it. what's going on. Yeah, nice and concise. Good, right. No, um, ahead of that, Jay, if you're going to take Super Rugby... Uh, actually, can... maybe it's not great if I do Super Rugby. Being dyslexic <laughs> and not being able to read names of Fijians is difficult. <laughs> I, I lean heavily on Phil for this. Um, um, well, I normally watch quite a bit of Super Rugby anyway, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll be OK. And the um, guy, the guy, the fella. Just, just on this... Uh, in two weeks' time, then, can you prepare just a small presentation 
explaining the new format for Super Rugby. Yes, because Jay, do because that. Easy. There's now 18 teams. Oh, of course, not Super 15 anymore, is it? No, 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 no. There's 18 teams. There's a sixth South African team. There's got conferences. If oh, I've heard of the, the, the Kings, is it all? Is that Southern Kings? Uh, the Kings are in. It's got regional com- regional conferences, effectively. So you'll like it. It's a bit like your yeah. Yeah, NFL. Apparently, they are in a world of trouble. From, the like, Kings. Uh, from everything from the money to the stash. Uh, yeah, the stash. Where's the stash? Oh, yes, I've seen it. It's, it's horrendous. It's yeah. horrible. I mean, uh, that, that, the franchise doesn't matter if they had all the money and all the players in the world. That franchise deserves to bomb just purely because <laughs> of the kit. But instead of making, uh, so there's, there's. Three conferences, am I right in saying that? Yeah. No, four conferences. Four conferences, yeah. There's Australia, New Ze- there's an Australian conference, a New Zealand conference with five teams in yeah. each. And then there's two African conferences, one yeah. which incorporates the Argentinian team and one yeah. which incorporates the Japanese exactly. team. But then that doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> uh, it would have made more sense to have two conferences of nine each put Japan with Australia oh no but then that's 11 play 8 right, look, oh, you're oh. doing JB's job oh. for him right two <laughs> east two and also e- can I just point out Southern Kings worst name ever Kings can you, I couldn't think of a less cohesive unit than 15 Kings <laughs> <laughs> you need some minions to, to yeah. yeah 15 yes uh, Southern minions they would work well together <laughs> good teamwork <laughs> right um, let's get into the games that are coming up this weekend then so we, we're, this is purely, we're not worrying about Six Nations in this one. If you're just downloading this podcast and expecting to hear loads of Six Nations stuff, then we've done two pods and download the one that we released yesterday, um, the 8th of February. So get that one downloaded. That's all about the Six Nations. In terms of domestic rugby starting off, there's a game on Thursday night. Dragons host Connor, who are without their water sliding fly half. <laughs> <laughs> and Robbie Henshaw. Dragons were quite impressive. Connor, Sean, of a couple of key players. Are you thinking Dragons will win at home then? Uh, Dragons are third from bottom at the moment, aren't yeah. they? And Connor are very near the top. Um, I'll go. I'll give me Connor. Uh, a home win, Dragons. Connor the Dragons. Oh, Connor. Uh, Friday night and in the Viva Premiership, Newcastle host Leicester. No mm. waterlogged pitches here. And by the way, with all the rain we've had, and you had your game called off at the weekend. Yeah, we did. Thank goodness there hasn't been any called off games in the Premiership because already there's going to be a week where Sale Sharks have to play three games in ten days yes. which is against the regulations as yeah. they're set out is so that right? I feel really sorry for Sale Sharks there yeah yeah you're supposed if, to if, if they, five sorry days, if they you? win the quarter final of the of the European Challenge Cup I think Leicester will bounce back and win yes I'll also go for Leicester but Newcastle to get a losing bonus point which could be key Leinster Zebra. Leinster at home, Leinster even though they've hardly home. got any players. Uh, Ulster Glasgow. Ulster don't lose anywhere near as many players as Glasgow mm. to the uh, yeah, true. to the Six Nations. So and Ulster at home. Scarlets flying high against Edinburgh, who again lose a lot of players. I'll have to go Scarlets at home for that one. Yeah, Scarlets at home. Saturday, and we have in the Viva Premiership, Sale Sharks hosting Exeter. This is pretty intriguing. This <sighs> yeah, it one. is. That's that'll be a great game. Hmm. Again, very... I'm not sure Exeter have got a particularly good record at sale either. No. Mind you, historic Exeter teams can't really compare to this Exeter team because they're so much better. Uh, you've got to say Exeter will bounce back. I don't, I don't think nice. Exeter are so much better. This is what I kind of love about Exeter is incrementally they are a bit better every but, time. Yeah, but this is the best version of Exeter. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. No question. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go sale. I'm going to go sale as well. It's a very difficult place to go. I can't imagine the weather will get much better. 
Exeter are missing a couple of people in the pack through injury and internationals. Give me sale. Mm. Exeter, I think. Gloucester Quins. Gloucester. Oh, I'm going Gloucester at home. Gloucester at home. Quins. They don't lose. Don't lose quite as many players as Saracens, but what they do lose has the biggest impact on them. Saints Irish. Saints. 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 Did you, did either of you see the highlights of the game? I did. Look, what a cracking game. 24-27. Great game with a try in the last second because mm. Ben Botica failed to yeah. make touch with his clearance. But Big Luth playing, playing at, well, playing at thirteen, and was excellent. Really, really good. Who played as well then? Hanrahan or no? Malinda. Malinda. He's a big old unit, him, isn't he? He's a big unit, and he's already played. He's a tall drink of water. 15, 10, 15, 10 12, 13 in the Premiership. He's a one to watch for the future. For sure. Hand- Malinda, Farrell, Ford. Hmm. Uh, apparently Grayson's got a son at, at Northampton as well. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to do a uh, a legacy 15. Yeah. Because <laughs> there must be other players as well. Yeah. Jobs for the boys. Yeah. Yeah, legacy. I like it. Uh, Reese Ruddock. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, who else is there? Um, Vesti, some Vesti uh, senior. <laughs> some, uh, there's like th- four generations of Vesties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one, one for next week's pod, perhaps. Yeah, Leg- one Legacy for next 15. week's pod. Legacy fifteen. Help us out if there's anyone with any coaches or ex-player. Well, Farrell, I mean Farrell, um, yeah. kind of. Although Andy, oh no, Andy Farrell did play for England, so yeah, that I counts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there we go. Players that have like are coming through that are sons of ex-players. Um, let us know at Rugby Podcast. Tweet us, and we'll do that fifteen next week. Um, right, uh, Mike, uh, and again George Ford. Yeah, uh, and Worcester, and Bath go to Worcester. Relegation battle. <laughs> Can we call it that yet? Oh, Bath are fourth bottom. I feel so sorry for for Bath. Why have they got all fourth. the money in the world? This is so unlike you, Tim. I don't understand if you felt sorry for the small punchy team with a little with a small budget, but Bath spend right to the salary cap, maybe even more, and they're still in ninth place. I, well, I I don't think it would be different necessarily if anyone else was running the show. No, I think it would be. That's the that's, that's mm, the I point. I think it would be. Be inter- well, maybe we'll find out very soon. Well, <laughs> well, well Toby Booth is running the show. The way it's going, we are going to find out very, very soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Bath will win away. Bath are losing so many players and Worcester don't lose anyone. Oh. And Worcester are a scrappy team. They re- I, mean, I think this will be one, one or two points either way. This did, is going to be Do you think Worcester tight. lack fitness? I think, I think there's an argument to say that Bath lack fitness. Yeah. In the last two games, they were, what, 13-0 up against Saris, 11-0 up against Gloucester... And lost both of them. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's that Worcester lack fitness. They've I, been writing it until half time for most y- games. Well, yeah, I, I completely agree. However, you look at the 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 players that come off the bench. They've got loads of kids, and it's part of uh, Dean Ryan has done really well at get, ex- taking getting taking kids off leads, uh, getting some of those kids <laughs> up to uh, a level. But other players can can bring on real experience. Yeah, uh, off the bench, and Worcester don't have that. Do you know what? Luxury. Bath all of a sudden don't seem that powerful. Right? When you look at their bench options, the people they're bringing on, people who are playing really well. That's because they're not playing well. David Wilson. What has happened to David Wilson? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he really... used to he used to be a fear. People used to be frightened to death of I'm not him. Not sure. People would think yeah, he's a good tight head. No, he was it. no. He, people, people never feared. He him. was the the dominant tight head in in English rugby a couple of years ago. Yeah, he, he was. Well, he was starting for England. Yeah. Uh, I still don't think he was regarded as the best tight head. I don't think he's ever been regarded as a world. He was a, pr- fact, he was a, he was a fearsome prospect, and he's now prospect, a shadow. Prospect is no, exactly a, right. To play against, you'd be like, oh god, we got our work cut out today, and now we're just. Uh, 
okay, well, he's, he's reasonable, but nothing special. And yeah. and multiply that by pretty much the whole squad. I wonder if Bath is a little bit of a case of uh, form is temporary, that sort of thing. Because a lot of these guys who are in good form no longer are in good form. Mm. Maybe. And yeah, last year, everything was going right. They introduced mm. like Henry Thomas and Nick Autorak, the young lads, and they stepped up. Whereas this year, they've not quite... Yeah, not quite managed the same. Well, level. maybe Autorak isn't quite as quite as experienced or quite as so isn't quite as good without Paul James ahead of him. Maybe, Who knows? yeah. Um, Benetton Treviso hosts the Blues. All right, Saturday lunchtime. Oh, a big fixture, huge fixture. They'll um, be turning out in their tens, uh, tens of thousands. Tens, obviously. Blues or Blues, yeah, Blues away or win that one. And then on to Sunday, what get what matchups do we have on Sunday? Saracens host Wasps. Saris wow, that could be interesting. On, mm. on go the Borg. Yeah, but do you know what? There is something worrying me about Saracens at the moment, which is they do let other teams get ahead and then they adjust and they win. But sometimes you get too far ahead, like they, like happened with Harlequins. You can't catch them. Yeah, and Wasps are exactly this sort of team. They could just come out firing. You know, they could be running, running everything, running and try, try yeah. three and me, for Sarri's. I can't running oh. and tries for fun. That's what I was trying to say. Sarri's just went to Exeter and and ended Exeter's almost year long uh, record at home. I th- they're going to keep their own home record intact, I believe. Um, I'm. I'm not wasp, so. Phil? I'm not so certain. I actually think if Wasps, if you give Wasps an inch, they've got. With Wade back, with Nathan Hughes back, Pia Tau in there, if you give him an inch, they'll take a mile. So I'm going to go for Wasps away at Saris. Right, OK, cool. Nice to see Jackson Ray playing, though. Jackson Ray's got a very similar playing schedule to um, someone like Geth- to someone like Gethin Jenkins. Does Does Jackson Ray count for the Legacy 15? Why? Well, Nigel Ray. Is it his dad? <clears throat> I don't actually know. I, I assume I, it is. Someone, someone can clear that one up as well. <laughs> I, I assume it is because we've been winding okay. at CJ saying it uh, And uh, <laughs> rounding off the rugby, Munster play Ospreys, 5pm kickoff on Sunday evening. And um, Munster will win that one at home. I Yes, Munster at home. Yes, right. And that, and that is your rugby for the weekend. So we need a leg- Legacy 15 to at Rugby Podcast. Any of your thoughts on anything you've heard or anything else, at Rugby Podcast, you can tweet us. Six Nations Podcast coming on Monday and we'll have another domestic rugby podcast next tuesday um nice one phil thank you tim small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This one, JB. Thank you, Tim. In a bit. Bye.